Welcome, everyone, to Shepherds of Men and the Movement Podcast. This is Cam coming at you with my boys, JP. What it do? Oh. What's up? And Wilson. What's going on? And we have literally been sitting here for almost an hour uh, just jabbering with each other. I think it's been recorded, so you may be privy to some of that uh, in the near future on some posts or something, uh, hopefully edited because there's been some really funny stuff. But uh, we decided we would finally actually do an episode. Uh, so now we're here with you, and we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're going to try to stay uh, a little focused. Uh, sometimes it's a little tough. See, we don't see each other for two weeks at a time sometimes. When we get back together, and then it just becomes we're boys in a room talking about stuff we're passionate about, and it, it gets pretty fun. So um, not really apologizing for that. I love it. And as JP said right before we started recording, I hope people can feel this oh, like, yeah, and really yeah. understand yeah, that we sure. are boys, we're brothers, and we're doing this for a reason. Uh, the biggest reason is we want to build up men. That's the number one reason is we want to build men in this country and around the world. So this podcast is designed to be a foundation for that movement. Okay. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the previous episodes. You're going to really love this one. We're going to talk about uh, what it means to be united. And I don't know if we're going to title it that, but something to that effect. And I know <clears throat> this is coming out on Monday, the what is that? The 14th. Mm-hmm. Yep. So September 14th, 2020. And we just, uh, had a rem- remembrance or, um, I don't know what the proper word is there, uh, for, for nine 11, 2001, everybody, uh, you don't have to be American to, to remember what that was. Um, but obviously a incredibly impactful, both negatively, and this may sound weird to some and positively for our country in ways. And we'll talk about that. But one of the most uh, life-altering, impactful things in the history of our country and in the world, quite frankly, and something that we continue to remember and never forget every year, uh, rightfully so. Lots of lots of um, heroes, true heroes, not the kind of heroes that we talk about today that are like Facebook heroes or or LeBron James uh, or or yeah. dribble right. basketball heroes yeah. or the ones on the boys. Yeah, was that? Those, those guys. Was yeah. It? yeah, it's a good on show. Amazon the boys. Prime. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you ever watch the boys? It's pretty. Funny it's good. Heroic comedy. Yeah, yep. it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. It's like real. Honestly, real. Like if heroes are real, it's probably how it'd be. They, yeah. They they mess up. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Okay. It's, cool. Yeah. 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 Did you see LeBron up. said something about I'm too significant to society to just shut up and dribble. Yeah. And that's uh, wow. why you're not going to really. ever be as good as Jordan. Not really. Yep. Yeah. You're no. not. Notice so, what. No, notice how he's he's so, been through all this. Y- well, yeah. you got to remember yes. why you're significant. Right, because yeah. you can dribble. Yeah, like, like, dude, like, let, let's be honest. So, let's, so, let's, let's, know your role. And hey, he's look. he's grown and done some. He's an entrepreneur and done some things. But let's just stay in your lane. Be right. a good example, but teach people how to think. Don't teach people how to think the way you sh- think they should think. Right, and that's where people fuck shit up in yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah. I, I, and that's the point we were talking about to earlier. People the post that I, that I sent out yesterday was, or a couple days ago was, like, I don't care what you are or what you want and who you love and what you look like and what you do for a living or how you want to believe. I really truly don't care. I care if you're a kind person, if you love people, you do whatever the hell you want to do. And guess what? I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Cause as Sean Way would say, I'm a free man. Absolutely. Here's the rub. Don't tell me I got to do what you want to do. And I won't fucking tell you, you got to do what I want to do. We'll just leave each other alone. That's right. I agree. That's with that. it. Uh, that seems like an extremely simplified so simple. way. So you're missing all the details. We're getting off track. So, and and we're going to talk about being united. So that may sound a little counterintuitive when I'm saying you do what you want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. We'll be united. Listen, we don't have to be united in everything. I don't. We don't have to be united in how we dress or what religion we are or how we raise our kids necessarily or or a, a, a myriad of other things. But I think there are some things that it is important to be united in. And at this particular moment in our country's history. We're coming up on one of the most important elections we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I think they're all important. Uh, I think we say that every four years is one of the most important we've ever had. It's quite frankly yes. picking the leader of the free world. Right. So it's always important. Um, but there's some crazy shit happening in our country right now. And I would say that most people would agree, especially if you watch the news, which I would, really wouldn't recommend. Um, I, mainstream media. Can I, can I interject? Sure. You asked. That's surprising. I, I would. So right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got thrown off there. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. You, you messed up my, <laughs> my my mindset with that. So I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say not to. Uh, I, I would just. I would just encourage people to have enough mental maturity to not accept everything at just face value. So if somebody tells you something yeah. 
then don't don't just accept it at face value. And if you if you are an avid watcher of Fox News because you agree with Fox News, that's outstanding. But maybe every once in a while when it's on commercial, flip it to CNN and see what they're saying. Yep. I, I know that sounds crazy because uh, I think CNN is probably the biggest comedy channel. I think they've overtaken Comedy Central for the number one uh, channel on network. network, and that's just that's just my that's just my opinion because I think they're a lot of what they say is a bunch of bullshit. But there is a seed of truth in a lot of the bullshit that they say. So you need to be well versed because one of the things that's really started to affect our society is the polarity that we've created. And, and social media has been big time with that. And we, we've talked about this several times before is a mental maturity to be able to hand social media because social media and algorithms like we just talked about earlier before we started this, the algorithms that are involved in social media are smarter than the people that are using it. So if you don't yeah. have mental maturity, it will polarize you yeah. because it will show you everything that you want to see so yeah. that they can get get you engaged as much as they possibly can. And now you and one of your used to be best friends that might've had a little bit of a differing in opinion that's have now more. grown yeah. so far apart. Yeah. So sorry. No, no, sure. that's, that's, that's true. But vice versa too. Not a, if you're a CNN watcher, you should flip it over to Fox news as well. well. And that's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And that's yes. the whole point I want to get to is like, be, be what you like. You can love CNN. You can love Fox. I don't really care. I, right. I tr and I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, JP. As far as the mainstream media goes, I am finding less and less real value in that, right. truthfully. I now, I do believe that you should go out and seek facts and information and be educated. I just don't know if those are the channels to do it. Yeah, well, it's, I, so I, and, and you're, you're, you're correct. So from a general sense, you are correct. The, the news and, the, and even Fox News is, is bullshit. Most yeah, of yeah. it's all bullshit because yeah. they're trying to tell you how to think. Yeah. So, uh, but if you can't, if you're incapable of using the, the shopping cart method, like if you walk into a grocery store and everything that's presented to you as you walk down the aisle, you have to put in your cart, then don't watch the news. Right. But if you're capable of walking through a grocery store and selecting the things that you need based off of what you, you, you believe is good for you, then, then, then maybe you can go through the news and you're mentally yeah. mature enough to do that. But yes, I would, I would agree with you. If, well, I, go ahead. I, I think it's, uh, I think the news is great too about bringing attention to some of the things that the issues at hand. But I, I, you know, to agree with JP on that is to say, you know, be be strong enough to look into the story yourself. Be strong enough to to do your own research, right? right? So I think they're great for the attention on the on the issues at hand, but just. Do your own research on it. Yep. Figure out how figure out how you feel about it, not how the news is telling you to feel about think it. Think for right. yourself, as we mm. talk about all the yeah, time. Yeah, think absolutely. for yourself. Free thinkers. Right? Uh, that that's what we need more than ever is free thinkers. And I and I know there's a group of people that are rioting right now that think they're all free thinkers. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, you, George Soros has a model <laughs> right. that they're free thinkers. <laughs> I mean it's if anyways. you're being peaceful about it, then I guess that's okay. But if you're firing but stuff, peaceful. yeah, firing, firing but peaceful. Yeah, the background. It was, it was firing CNN. but peaceful. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> that, There's uh, nothing peaceful about that. It's a mostly nothing. peaceful protest. I feel like we should define yeah. the percentage of mostly. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I would I would I would uh, encourage everybody who is protesting, go back and look at the NRA protest in Washington, DC, how they conducted themselves mm -hmm. and actually cleaned up after themselves and cleaned up the street that, that wasn't even their own mess left the place better than they found it. That's how you peacefully protest. Right. Right. Well, let's, let's, let's do what it is. I mean, you, there's protesting and then there's rioting. Right. Right. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, right. there, it, it, it's protesting is often right. peaceful. Yes. Rioting is not. That's right. when it, that's when you go from protesting to rioting. Cause like when there's damage and, and violence and everything else, now it's a riot. Every single one of them should be in jail. Well, and so, and I don't want to necessarily go down that rabbit yeah. trail of just that because it's everywhere right now. And, and uh, O already said we couldn't do two hours on this episode, and that would take at least that long. <laughs> uh, You're just determined producer. not to. Yeah. They yeah. won't even know you said that. I'll delete that. Oh. <laughs> well, that's not very oh, factual. Wow, the power of being wow. the producer. Wow. It's almost like wow. the mainstream media. It is like the yeah, media. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine if I just went through and edited every other Here's word and made yeah, just, say it, like something awful? It's just, it's just <laughs> O's message. The O stream media. That's the O stream wow. media. Oh, oh wow. Dang, that'd be catchy. pretty dope. Yeah, catchy. Jeez, I like it. All right, so that's launching. Going to business license on Monday. Summer of 2022. Stay tuned. There'll be a link on. We really should go live. Oh, for sure. Ahead. Yeah, that way he can't do that shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Then I mean, honestly, like I put that much energy into it. <laughs> right, right, right. Did you guys get slightly worried? I did. Okay, okay, second, I, I just yeah, wanted to make sure. Like, like, it like, kind of had an epiphany. Like, yeah. <laughs> what if he does? Yeah. And we don't know. The good news is I go back and listen. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. Right, right, right. 
No, no, no. That's not what I said. Why I did not do, say I wanted a cat, and I don't know how you put that together. <laughs> Why do I sound like this when I talk? <laughs> I'm so much smoother than that. My <laughs> wife said so. Cameron comes in. He's like, I love my dog. <laughs> I know that's just Wait a minute. <laughs> that's bullshit. Who's been messing with this? Can we redact that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. So, okay. back on track. No, and, and listen, here, here's another thing. It's a good – I'm glad we're doing this. I was about to move that camera. I'm glad I didn't. Um, it, it, okay, so we're all, we're, all, <laughs> we're all passionate about this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And we're serious about it, but we're still laughing. Listen, and, and my wife, we had a great conversation about this the other night. It's like, you can be passionate in your beliefs and you can be passionate in what you're doing and what you're pursuing. And even with this project right now, you know, like we believe a certain way and, and we don't shy away from that. Uh, and we see wrongs in the world and it makes us mad, but it, we, it doesn't make us mad to the point where I can't have joy in my life. Right. Right. And I think one reason that there's a lot of division in our country right now is that people are so focused on you're wrong that they can't even be okay with what's right. Like it's okay. Like we talk about all the time. I can disagree with you. That's fine. But I don't have to let that run my life. So, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm glad that you said that because I think one of the, one of the best examples of that is the whole race thing, right? right. So we have, we have legitimately gone from a time that was really bad. I don't think anybody here agrees with slavery. No. And no. that, in that time, no. it was, it, it of was any normalized. color of any race of anything. Well, slavery, yeah, Irish people were slaves. No. There were white people who were slaves. Now, now, now black people took the coin with that because there was large amounts of them that were brought in as slaves. And I'm not trying to discount the what happened in the past, but it was normalized back then. Yeah, right. So from that point, we went into the segregation. You know, Martin Luther King did everything that he did, which was amazing, and and it it, it created this this culmination. Then and then all of a sudden, we got over it, yeah. and it was like, you know what? Now now we're going to work together as a community because this is a thing. This is real. This is what's going to happen. We're going to be together. And then Blazing Saddles came out, hmm. that was and stuff like that where yeah. we could laugh, laugh with yeah. each other. Yes. Yeah. We could laugh with each other about cultural things because guess what? People weren't afraid about the cultural things. It was funny. There's something funny about your the the black culture. Something funny about white culture. You know, white people can't dance. You know, blah blah right. blah. Whatever it may be, but there's literally a movie named White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, white men yes. can't jump. But but this is that's that's my point. It used to be something that we could laugh at, and then all of a sudden we regress. Yeah. Why? Right. Well, because I would think the of mainstream. Why, why would we regress? But that's what I try to pose to a lot but of people. But did we really, or is it just a narrative that's out there? Because no, 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 if, no. If, if, we're, if we are inherently a racist country, then we suck at it. Right. I mean, to be honest right. with you, we, we really do suck at it. I mean, from the from the origins, yeah, there's some bad stuff that happened, but there's a lot of bad stuff. You go 2,000 years back to the imperial ages when people used to cut people's heads off yep. for no reason. It was bad, yes. Yeah. But should everybody that came from that lineage be punished? Because, I mean, if you're punished for anything you did in your entire life, you you're pretty much done. Everybody. You're Everybody. done. Everybody. But that that's what's fun. Like we've lost humor. And I think that's yeah. I think that's a great point. We've lost the ability to laugh. Well, with because we gotta each be other. so PC right. about everything. We, yeah. And when I say we got it, I just mean that somewhere along and I don't remember when it was mm -mm. exactly from a time frame, but I do remember when I first started hearing the term PC and politically correct and and like people being aware like not being okay with just like do we not just understand that like but I I think you're cool. I, I love you as a human. That's fine. But if you crack a joke or I crack a joke, what? Now I get like insulting somebody yes. or being you know, being divisive intentionally or something like that. But and maybe maybe that's where it started. But then it became like putting people in a bubble. Like no. you can't say anything. Like no. come on, man. And and we've gone down this road. It had, didn't happen overnight. We're no. talking about 10, 20 years of this PC At bullshit least. that has turned into you literally. You can't say or do anything without somebody being offended. But you can't policy people into that kind exactly. of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because what ends up happening is you internalize it. Yep, and when right. you internalize it, you become a stick of dynamite. Yep. And then sure. it explodes at some point. It's going to explode. It's better to just laugh with each other. Yeah. Now, I agree with you. If it's if it's just a hateful, de divisive way of just constantly harping on somebody because they're different from you, then then yes. But let... let human beings deal with that. Yep, yep. We don't need the government to deal with that. No, <laughs> we don't need right. the that media never to deal the with that. No. Let the humans around them deal with that. And that's why we started this is to create individuals that could step up and say, Hey, listen, leave him the hell alone, dude. Yep. Like yeah. he's had enough. 
Like at this point, it's not funny anymore. You're just being a dick, right? And being a bully, and, and that and that's that's the difference. Yeah. That is the difference. And but like you said, that's a good point. It should be worked out. You know, people can work that out. They need to have maturity enough to work that out and not go, "Hey, Mister Senator, can you make a law that would tell people that they can't call me this?" Yeah. What? Well, that just creates more decisive. Yeah. Divisiveness. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, on the um. I don't know what the proper word is because I don't want to be disrespectful from the true heroes and even uh, the people that were... 3,000 Americans lost that day mm-hmm. just in the trade uh, World Trade Center. And I apologize. I don't have the numbers for the Pentagon, but I can pull it up. Um, but 3,000 American lives, right? A lot of those were people that worked in the World World Trade Towers um, or the two towers. And a, lot, and a good number of them were police officers and firefighters and EMTs and all those different kinds of folks. Mm-hmm. And those are real freaking heroes. Those, those are real people that literally put everything else aside and said, we have been attacked. America as a country has been attacked. I promise you the people flying those planes into those buildings didn't give two shits about what color the people were in that building. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing it for anything other than whatever their radical bullshit was. Right. And, for the first time in a long time, we pulled together just as Americans, yeah. just as people. And it wasn't even just Americans. There's other countries even. like We just pulled together. and Like, this is wrong, right? right? And we're going to fight against it, against it together. And we didn't care where you came from. We didn't care what you looked like. We didn't care how many degrees you had. We didn't care if you watched CNN or Fox. We didn't care any of that stuff. We didn't care who you voted for. None of it mattered because we realized there's something bigger than all that, which is you're a person and I'm a person. And if we unify we can fight against evil, right? Yeah. And hate, like true evil and hate. And the then the value not, of having a common enemy. Right. Right. Which is sad that sometimes it takes something to that degree for everybody to overlook their own, you know, individual bullshit. But 19 years later, if you take a look at where our country is now, now the reason I brought up the media thing earlier is because I don't, when I'm out and about every day, now I don't live in every state every day obviously. But I'm out and about quite a bit in numerous areas every day, as you are. And what I see in my life is not what I see on news clips. Now, granted, I don't live in Kenosha or Portland, thank God, or, you know, New York City or any of these places. So if you do see this every day, then then that's great, right? But I truly, even if you do, I don't believe that it's as bad as what it's made out to be. Right. Um, because that it's pushing a story along. It's pushing a narrative along. So my, my point of saying all that is if you want to watch the news, that's fantastic. But I think you should probably just watch what's going on around you. As we've said many times before, talk to your neighbors, talk to the people you do business with, like have conversations with real people. Don't just get all your information, uh, off the boob tube. Right. And if, but if you do just look at the mainstream media, and you compare that to where we were on, and I love uh, Graham Allen, his whole brand of oh, nine twelve, yeah. yep. and what he does with that. He, he basically taught. If you don't follow Graham Allen, I would. I, I think he's awesome. Um, he talks about living your life the way everybody did on September twelfth of two thousand one, yep. which was a whole different mentality than the day before. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't meet an enemy. No, huh? you didn't meet an enemy. You didn't have one. Everybody was you American. Didn't. Everybody was. Everybody was united. And we've got to get back to that point. And I don't want it to take something like the trade, t- the, the twin towers. I don't want it to take something like the Kennedy assassination. You know, it shouldn't have to take something like that. My concern is truthfully to to you guys. And we've talked about this some individually. My concern is, is it's going to get to that point. It's yeah. going to take civil war or revolution or something for everybody to go, fuck this. I'm done. You know, um, and I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. <laughs> Truthfully, I know what side I'll be on. Yep. But I don't know if it's a good thing. So what I wanted to kind of talk about, and you were kind of raising your hand if you wanted to bring something up. Well, you were talking about how people just take media and, and whatever. You you mentioned a story about some people who were like not going outside because they were saying the tornado or the hurricane yep. coming up. The weather was going to be so bad that they were like, I don't even want to go to work because yep. it's supposed to be so bad. And it was a pretty day. Yep. And it's just like, come on, man. You're getting programmed. Go outside. And look. You're getting programmed. Well, yeah, it's, it's all propaganda. It's, it's well, at this point. And it's all it's all about profit too. So yeah. uh, it's fear sales. It, it so sure does. So I, I just I really want people to think, and, and as you're listening to this episode, and I know that we've got every kind of age range imaginable. Um, so 19 years ago, for for some of y'all, was you, you might be like me, you were 20, 
you know, 2021, and you were in your third year of college. For some of y'all, you were 10 years old in elementary school. Some of y'all weren't even some born. Some of y'all yet. weren't even born yet, and all you're doing is hearing about it. So, and I was, we were talking about this earlier um, prior to the episode. I remember when I was a kid and I would hear about the Kennedy assassination and everybody would say, I remember exactly where I was when that happened. I remember exactly how I felt when that happened. And you just can't relate to it. I remember being like, that sounds awful. I've seen the video. Obviously, it's a bad thing that anybody got murdered, much less the president of the United States got assassinated in a car uh, parade. I mean, that sounds like some crazy stuff, but I wasn't alive and I didn't experience it. So I don't rem- I don't have a grasp on it. Um, so that may be you. I would encourage you to learn a lot about what happened on September 11th, 2001. Um, some of you may have been 50, 60, 70 years old. Some of you may have been there, right? Or had family that was there or whatever. So everybody's got a different perspective, right? I don't think there's one single perspective of people that were alive that remember it that was anything other than uh, it, it changed something in you. It had to. It had to have changed something in you. So I wanted to go around the room, and we'll keep it quick and whatever. Take as much time as you want. It doesn't really matter. Um, O's got the clock. Uh, but I, I'd like for us to t- – because I don't, I don't know why I feel like this is important, but I do. And I've been feeling this all week that I feel like this is important, is for us to tell our quick story of where we were when we saw that happening of the, the plane. And most of us, it was seeing the second plane fly into the towers because at that point the first plane had already hit. And then the news crews were out filming that first tower being hit. And then the second plane came in. And, mm-hmm. and I remember how, and I'll get into the, start with my yours. story here. Oh, you want me to start yeah, mine? Start I'll start with mine. Well, I've been talking a lot. Good. Okay. Go ahead. I'll start mine. I was in, uh, in college. I was at Mississippi state university. And, I was, I guess this was my third year of college. My first year at Mississippi State, my third year of college. That sounds right. And I was, you know, I, I was in the library. Don't let that confuse you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't spend a lot of time in there. I'm sure you were, Cam. I was in the library. I was in the library. It, it, because it was, was crutch time. It was crutch, crutch <laughs> time was her name. Her name was the test is in an hour. Ooh, oh, uh, okay. yeah. that's not the things. same crunch time no, I know. No, no, no. Now I was the one that got up and went to the library at 5 a.m. when the test was at, at 8 or 9. And I was like, I'm just going to learn it all in a few hours before I go take the test. Don't recommend that. <laughs> I love, I love cramming. That. Cramming did it. was I mean, the I did, best. did it actually really well, but I probably could have done a lot better if I tried harder. Um, fact anyways. of matters, you don't ever remember any of it afterwards. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. No. As I tell people all the time, if you need a degree, I've got one in my house. You can have it. <laughs> uh, it'd be a lot cheaper than getting it the hard way. So anyways, but I, I was coming out of whatever I was, because I it was about whatever time it was, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, I guess. It was 9 where we were at. It was almost 9. Okay, so morning, yes. morning, early morning. You were Eastern. Rush hour type no. time. No, I was Central time. You were Central. Okay, yeah. yeah so awesome. I was in Vegas. Oh, it was you weren't even up yet. I, I was up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's impressive for an 11-year-old. School starts at 7 out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. We were all in school. Ooh. Eastern time. It was about yeah, but they 80. get out early so they can gamble. <laughs> it's true. And you're legal to gamble at 12. <laughs> so None of that's factual. <laughs> false news. <laughs> Fake news, damn it. Fake. Um. So I'm walking out. I got, you know, I've, got, I've been studying for something, whatever it was. And and there was a there's a stairwell there at Mississippi State where the escalator goes up and stairs go up. And I don't know if it's still like this in the library, but it was, it wasn't even, it wasn't even flat screen TVs. This this is really freaky out Boom, if you're tube. young. It was it was tube televisions, but they were literally like next to each other. And then they were so so it'd be like you know ten across and twenty down or whatever. Wow. So, but the whole Impressive. wall was showing the same thing, right? Why are you? It we're like. Six years difference. Let's not. Let's I'm thinking go. like Ron Burgundy was like yes. sending the information yes. to you. Yes. <laughs> Came through on Telegram. <laughs> Carrier they pigeon. Actually, they actually Tower Morse two has been it. hit. Yeah. Morse coded it. Morse coded like you get, uh, your pager started going off like it crazy. It did actually. No, my, actually, you know, it's funny about that. <laughs> Seven hours later. No, <gasps> the year before that. Listen to this. Now this was on the outs, but the year before that, I lived in an apartment that was above a garage behind this couple's house. This was when I was in junior college. And in their garage, they had a business which was called Bud's Beepers. And he had a pager business, and I lived above it. Dude, he was killing it. Guaranteed. He was killing it. Guaranteed he was killing it. Anyways, wow, how stupid are those things? 
And then yeah. you, where do you go when the beeper goes off? You go to payphone. Yeah. No, but you learn how to send me- messages on it. The number, the return number, you could spell out like what you want. No? That's really Nobody? techie of you. No? Like, you guys it okay. I never had one. That was at the one. end of the beeper era. I didn't have a reason. And then they were like, Josh. oh, text messaging. I was a drug dealer at twelve, so I had to have a beeper. Well, you told I wasn't really tell important. Him, but you told him. Yeah. The well, Bell South out like <laughs> it's out now. Remember that thing we were talking about stuff you did in the past? That was a joke. Yeah. Use the shopping cart method. Yeah. Be funny. It's Don't let him try to program you. Unbelievable. Um, Humor. I was sixteen when I started drug dealing. Right. Not it's legal then, right? <laughs> at, at that point, it is legal for you to be a drug dealer. So I'm I'm coming out and, I, and I'm seeing the same thing everybody else is seeing. And, and there, honestly, for a minute, you're like, this is something you ever seen before. And everybody remembers, like, we didn't know if it was an accident. Like, maybe the plane flew into the tower on accident. Like, nobody – I don't think the first thought was this is a terrorist attack. Yeah, no. No. Wasn't. Pretty no. much everybody was like, this is a disaster. Yeah. But what happened? And then you see the second plane, and it's like – it becomes this immediate moment of clarity that this is not an accident. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Mm-hmm. This is not an accident. I right? saw the second one hit. Yeah. yeah. So I was making too. my lunch that morning. I hadn't even left for school yet. And my stepdad – came come storming into the kitchen scares the shit out of me i'm just spreading peanut i'll never forget this we're under we're getting bombed i'm like the fuck we're getting bombed i'm like listening you know like what should i get it's my funny how we always do this <laughs> it's funny how we always do this yeah. like that's gonna help i know yeah, yeah. what <laughs> turtle turtle yeah, yeah no I mean, but yeah i remember like what he's like yeah he's like turns on the tv and all you see is is you know the, the one tower on fire i was like oh it's on fire and they're like yeah we think a plane and no one really knew right because it's not like you have you know camera on at all times you know at that point no nobody, no no now I mean you've got shit everywhere but yeah nobody thought that it would even happen technically no, you did no. but nobody had access nah, to the actual the film because somebody no right. somebody does does have videos of the first, first plane one, yeah, 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 yeah yeah but yeah. it is oh, yeah carry shit. on no 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 it's so but it's it's New York New York is the media capital of the world oh, so yeah. somebody had their camera pointed somewhere, somewhere yeah. but anyways yeah. well they, they, there was a picture I don't know how edited this is if it was edited it was outstanding work i will say this but it's a guy at the top of the tower yeah. you see that and the planes behind him yeah uh dude i'm that's like creepy holy shit. crap dude there's, there's so many i mean you yeah, there's been so many pictures over no, the years did. of they said they found his camera and that's how they got that picture yeah wow. again yeah, i don't know how real that is it could be edited with everything nowadays there's but people yeah. that it would have been really freaking good if it was edited. Yeah. there's people mm-hmm. that survived at that level though yeah, yeah. There, there at the very people. dude, he was on the railing at the top. There's no. Oh, way. I don't know about railing. Yeah. No, no, the no, one no. that I saw was through the window. Oh like, no! Yeah, the there's window some windows. The, Holy yeah, like crap! The plane dude. was coming in, yep. and you could see the nose of the plane coming in, and it wasn't. It didn't look like a drawing. Now, I could be fooled. Good it Lord. didn't look. It didn't look edited or anything like that. But it was like just below where the plane was coming in. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. There's, Watching that thing, it was like, oh my god, bang, dude! You know, you're what? What was I? Eleven, twelve, I guess. And thousands, and I'm watching people jump out of a building because they don't want to burn alive think or be crushed. Of, think about yeah. that for a second. You're jumping a hundred stories up yep. because that's a better option. The burning alive, I would jump, or being crushed. Or, no, it's what just I, it's the mindset it's, it's, of it's, you had to make that decision. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, you're gonna die either way. It's, yeah, but you, like, if you just put yourself in that guy's shoes, oh, of course. it's impossible. There going, but, wait a minute. I literally am willing to jump to my death. For, have you ever because sat at a hundred foot on the ledge of a yes. building? That's a long ways long up. Ways. Like there's there's a natural tendency of your body to go. Nope. nope. I've been about twenty nope. foot up on a pole, just being strapped <laughs> right. to it, and been yeah. like, that would now, hurt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's um, and, and you know, there's tons of you know videos, pictures, uh, calls. You know, you hear some. I, I heard a call the other day that one of the one of the guys posted that we follow that somebody left a voicemail for his wife and kids mm. that was on the plane. Mm. Yep. You know, and yep. and you think about like what those people went through and some of it is just amazingly calm, which is, is just insane. Um, this guy, I'm just thinking of this guy's voice and the message he was leaving to his family and he knew it was it. I mean, he's like, this is it, you know, um, I'm not coming home. Right. Um, and you think of, <clears throat> you think of heroes like, uh, there's a gentleman, I should have the names and be more respectful, but, uh, the gentleman that went in five times, mm. five times, he went into that building to get people out. He had a wife. He was 29, 28, 29 years old. He had a wife and a little kid at home. Like, who? you tell me you're a hero for dribbling a basketball or, you know, having a social media presence or whatever the hell you think it is that's cool. This dude probably had, I mean, he was a cop or what? He was a cop, so it didn't make great money. He was just a regular beat cop is what it looked like. 
didn't didn't make great money. Had a wife and kid at home that was his life. I'm sure could have very easily said, "I, I got to take care of my wife and kids." Instead, he he literally said, "I'm putting everybody else above me." Yep. And he went back in there five times, uh, four times, and then I think the fifth time he didn't come back out. He didn't take that job for the money. No. Right. That's well. That's my point. Yeah. And that's that is my whole point is, and and you know that kind of stuff right there. If if anybody wonders why any of us get fired up about this whole defund the police bullshit and mm. um you know it, are there bad apples and everything? Obviously yes. To but hold them accountable. But you're retarded yes. to think that these guys and girls don't deserve our praise for what they do every day. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then you see something like that where you got this literally, this guy literally gave his life. There are people, there are five families right now that have a loved one in their life for the last 19 years because of that dude. Right. Mm-hmm. And how many other stories are there like that? A lot. True, I mean, real sacrifice. You got the firefighters. I mean, just go go up 100 stairs, you know, just in your own downtown. 100 flights. 100 flights if, if you can even make it that far. And these guys are, are strapped with, with uh, oxygen tanks and all their gear. 50 pounds to 80 pounds minimum uh, that they're carrying. And then they're bringing bodies back down or trying to escort people. I mean, you just don't, you just don't understand the sacrifices that were made and what these people are willing to do multiple times over and over again. It's just, it's just. So that goes back to perspective. Yeah. I think, I think it goes back to perspective. It's what people lose is it's, and, and this is, this is, I, I give LeBron James credit for, the the amount of work that he's put into becoming a basketball player of the caliber that he is because I give him full uh, respect for that. He and is even a, some of the entrepreneurial stuff he's done and yeah. some, some of the, the stuff give, that he's done in his community and, and, I, yeah. and I appreciate everything you know as far as that stuff goes. I think that's outstanding. Um, you know the fact that matters some talent in there, but there's a lot of hard work that's involved in that. But when you really look into the perspective of things, if you take an individual and you set them in front of a burning building. I don't care if it's five stories tall and it's a burning building and somebody says, Hey, there's somebody uh, up on the fifth floor, a woman and a kid that's up there, but there's no telling this thing could collapse at any second. Anytime. Would you run in that building? Or would you say I'm too important to society to run in that building? Right. So, and that's, and that's, that's one of the, that's one of the things that we've lost sight of, dude. I'm telling you, it's one of the things we've lost sight of in society. And like at that point, those were the only people doing that. Yeah. The people that were getting paid $30,000, $40,000 a year. People you never heard I, of and never would hear of. I bet most of them have cancer because you look at, I saw the post about the dust lady, uh, the, uh, the black secretary or whatever that was coming out fully covered with soot from all the fire and stuff, and she died from cancer. Uh, she's already dead. Asbestos and all that mess. Yeah. Asbestos yeah, well, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. There's yeah. no telling. I mean, so, just respiratory stuff. But oh, she yeah. died, and her daughter's carrying on her legacy about being a warrior, a woman, you know, just all that. Kind of, it was a really good post. But you, know, you can go search it on Facebook. But I remember seeing, um, I, I, we were in class. I think we were in history, you know, 11th grade, just sitting there, just, I don't know, probably horsing around like I always did in class. But um, I remember seeing the history teacher, can't remember, can't remember his name. I know he was a coach, but I didn't play for his team. Um, walk like ran out to the door because somebody was kind of acting hysterically. Another teacher said, "Turn on the TV," and they turned on the TV. And at the time, they turned on the TV. You can hear the news commentator just saying that we don't know what's going on, but something happened. Somebody hit the the a plane went into the uh, the building of the twin towers. Uh, we think it's an accident, but we're still looking into it. And then. Like not even five minutes later, another plane comes and hits the other side, on a, on the other other deal, and um and we're I, I just it felt like a movie. It felt like it was not real. It was just not like who would do this? Um, I never would ever have a that evil intent on wanting to to hurt people like this. But just you know, just seeing that and then seeing all the the just the people first responders coming on the scene and and just ever just chaos. And he's trying to organize that chaos and, and people talking about jumping off the buildings. And you hear this. This is all live. This has never happened in American soil, um, which is insane. And then, then you hear about the Pentagon. And then you hear about five, four or five other flights that are supposed to be targeted to certain areas. I know where I lived in, at the time was Chattanooga. Um, we were targeted because of our nuclear power plant. And that was actually one of the targets that were in the you know large scheme of things. And then you hear the the people that are on the planes attacking the the hijackers, 
and and making the plane crash early, or some of them actually succeeded and and overthrew the plane and, and got it back in control. And you know, I was just like, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking at that moment, it's like, would you fight? Would you sit there idly by and just let it all happen, or would you actually take a bullet to save somebody else's life? I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you think about all the different things that people have to go through in their mindsets and, you know, people getting phone calls from the plane saying, babe, I'm not making it home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would probably make the phone call, but I'd be like, I'm about to go storm the plane uh, and these and these assassins or these people, these uh, assailants uh, that's taken over the plane, but I may not make it. So I just want to tell you I love you. You know, I would never sit there and idly by. There's no way. Yep. I would agree with that. Uh, uh, so I was, I was a, I was a freshman in high school, and I'll never forget. I was sitting in my algebra two honors class, uh, which was, um, God, I, I remember the the principal coming over the intercom, and uh, which was really abnormal because he was like, "Teachers, stop everything that you're doing, turn on the TVs. Uh, there's a significant event happening in the United States right now." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that was. I mean, that was a pretty big lead up to like what was going on. And when they turned it on, it was obviously chaos. Nobody knew what was going on. The first tower had been hit. We're all sitting there watching it. And I'll never forget. You've got a whole class of freshmen that are rambunctious. Hormones are all over the place, you know, whatever. Not a single one of us was doing anything outside of staring at that TV, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Um, and because and I, you, um, because you felt connected to those people, like it felt personal. Yeah, it was definitely because personal. you attacked America. Right. And guess what? We're all Americans. Right. At and that it was point, personal. At that point, we yep. absolutely were, and it was at at that moment. Yep. And that's where I think we miss it. There, there's a moment in time where everybody became an American. Yep. There was a moment right then when everybody became an American. We saw that second plane hit. It became really real. And to your your point, Wilson, you you made a comment about would would you fight? Um, my first thought was, I wish I could skip the rest of high school and join the military, mm. go into the special forces. It's game time. Yep. Um, and, and that was my first thought while I was sitting at my desk. I was like, I'm ready to go kick some fucking ass. Yeah. Like that, that was, that was the first thing that went through my mind. I was like, and, and I, I did, I went and spoke to the Marines and I went and spoke about how I can get like early enrollment, how I can start to get into special forces training as fast as possible, officer training, whatever I need to do to help out with it and stuff. Because there was such a, such a feeling of rage that I had that was, that was crazy. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, and don't get me wrong, seeing people jumping out of there and stuff like that. Like there wasn't, I don't, I guess I don't have sympathy. That's one of the things that I've, I've always struggled with is having sympathy for people. For me, it was a rage. For me, it was like, I'm ready to go mow down anybody that had anything remotely to do with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you harbored somebody, mm-hmm. whether you birthed somebody that did this, whether you were associated with, like, it, it did not matter to me. I was ready to go mow down whatever I needed to mow down because you don't do shit like that. And it's, it's time to make a statement. Right. Like in my mind, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing going through my mind while I was sitting there. And it, it, it just, it had me so enraged. It was unreal. Well, and, and I think a lot of us in here would feel like that. That's just kind of Absolutely. our personalities and you know how we're wired. But there's certainly a lot of people that maybe would uh, feel a different way or feel like they could take action in a different manner. That maybe maybe it's not rage, maybe it's maybe it's an internal rage or something like that. But or it's a passion or a commitment to something better or whatever. Um, whatever it is, like th- there's the truth is there's every kind of role. And when we become united, then there's going to be the soldier on the front lines. And there's also going to be the people in the office making it all stay together. And there's also going to be the people that are just serving in other capacities. Or, and it, it, So it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to be a badass on the battlefield. But you can still be a badass in whatever your role might be. And I think, you know, right now more than ever, and I keep going back to this, I, I, just, I think that every, every one of us needs to at least – take some stock in who we are as a person, what we're contributing to society, specifically to our country uh, and our communities and, and see where our role is and how we can play that role to the best of our abilities and also accept other people for the roles they're playing understanding that, as we said early in the episode, I don't have to play the role you're playing. You don't have to play the role I'm playing. We don't even have to see things necessarily the same way but you can stay in your lane and I can stay in my lane and we can work towards a common good. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I wanted to, to give you some numbers on was the blood donation because you were talking about this is what it made me want to do. Well, obviously, everybody gets motivated to do something. You know, when, when bad stuff happens, they get motivated. They want to, they, how can I help? Blood donation is a big thing. Um, this was a report May 7th. I think this was 2003 from the Journal of American Medical Association. Uh, track blood supplies at five regional centers, which together make up about 8% of the nation's blood pool. In the month before the terrorist attacks, before the Twin Towers, the centers collected roughly 20,000 units of blood per week. That number hit 49,000 in the week following September 11th. So over doubled Mm -hmm. in the week following September 11th and remained at 27,000 or so for several weeks. So it remained above par for several weeks uh, for about 40% more than they normally would get. So the National Blood Banks connected fi- collected 572,000 units more more than they usually would in that three-month period after the attacks. Mm-hmm. And, a, and that was the largest spike. It was larger than the Gulf War. It was larger than the Oklahoma City bombing, all that stuff. First-time donors, they said, usually account for about one-fifth of all blood donated at these five sites. But in the wake of September 11th, that figure soared to almost half. So half of the donors were first-time donors, mm. right? Um, and there's a bunch of other numbers here, but just kind of think about that. Now, the sad part about that is um, the con- that report continues to go on to say within a few months after that, it was just all back to normal. Like people gave and gave and gave, and they said what people didn't realize is there was still blood needed. Like there's right, st- right now there's still there's blood still. needed. Like, But people were sacrificing more of themselves for the greater good during that period because they had a clear vision of how they could help. They had a clear vision of what just happened. So going back to mental maturity, if you are not mentally mature enough to keep a vision in your mind of how you can help, whatever that is, I'm not saying everybody go out and give blood. I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, Obviously it's needed for all kinds of stuff. Um, But maybe just take some stock in like what you're doing today. Like, what are you doing today to contribute to our country as a whole? What are you doing to contribute to your community? What are you doing to even contribute to your family today, right? And how can you do it better? And that's for all of us. I know for a fact, I do, and these guys ask ourselves that on a daily basis. Every day. Am I really giving what I can give? Am I really contributing where I can contribute at the highest levels? It, and associate with people that will hold you accountable to that. Yep. Yes. That That's one of the yep. biggest things at this table that's sitting right here. The, the guys that we sit at this table with, they hold each other accountable. And, and we have some tough, tough conversations behind the scenes that nobody sees that are really hard to take uh, but are needed. Yep. And and that's the, the, the accountability side of that thing. And I think that's where we talk about with this. Men holding men accountable for being what they should be and doing what they should do. And it, I don't know, man. I, well, and there's a unity in that that we have. So, we, you know, this episode is talking about being united and what it means to be united. The four of us are very united. We have a united front for what we feel is our purpose, which is this, this movement. Um, and our purpose is to build men. And we were talking about a story earlier about a young man that's been listening to a lot of our episodes um, and has grown from it. Yeah. And we were asking how old is he? And you said early 20s. And I was like, or some, you said late 20s. No, it's early 20s. I said, it's even better. Yeah. I wish he was 11. Yep. Right? Because the truth is, he's 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 opening his eyes to some things for the, having his eyes open to some things for the first time in his life. He's reading books that he never would have read mm-hmm. for the first time in his life. And he's going to have, he's a single dude. But because of those things, he's going to find an incredible spouse. They're going to have an incredible marriage. And they're going to have kids, inevitably. And those kids will be taught things that he would have not known three weeks ago. Right. Right? That's why we're passionate about what we do here. And we believe that if we can continue to do that, then we have unity. Then we have people going, I'm united with Josh because Josh helped me see some things that I didn't see before. Right? Because we actually talked and had conversations and listened to his words. Uh, We didn't throw Molotov cocktails at each other. But that's you know? how you make a true change. Not yes. every four years in an election cycle. Right. right. You make a true change and, through culture. And mentality. Correct. Yeah, and mentality takes, and culture. It that, takes that's, time, yep. too. It, Absolutely. A lot of people want to do it now. I mean, you got all these writers. They're just wanting, they're wanting their agenda to be displayed and done and taken care of now. Right. And the fact of the matter is what they're looking for to be fixed is not going to take a day or a snap of a finger. It's going to take time. And it's going to also take them 
not rioting and actually joining in in a proper cause and uniting as a as American citizen uh, to better America. Let's let's be fair to the people that are actually protesting. A lot of the people that are rioting probably have no fucking clue oh, why they're rioting. Right. If you stop well, them and pull them aside and like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I don't know. They, I just they, saw they somebody have no idea. Somebody gave me something. Somebody gave me a thousand like bucks. Fun. Told me to go set this building on fire. Yeah, there like, are a lot of peaceful protesters yeah, out there, and it's fair. a shame that they're being clumped in with Antifa Correct. and BLM and some of this nonsense. One hundred percent. And that's who I'm talking about: the rioters, not the peaceful right. If you are peacefully protesting, that is one hundred percent your right, and kudos to you. Yep. Correct. There's a lot of peaceful protests going on on campaign trail right now, too. Apparently, that's the only way that you can do it without. Well, the fact of the matter is I get behind people with peaceful protests, even if yeah. I don't agree with you. Yeah. Hey, look, you know what? I can stand appreciate up the fact Shit. that you stand yeah. up for what you believe in yep. 100%. I don't even have to believe in what you believe in, but you stand behind what you believe in. I'm, well, here, I'm behind you 100%. But as soon as it affects me, I will neutralize you. 100%. Yep. I don't care. I will neutralize you. As soon as it affects me on that side, now if you want to have a conversation, you want to prove me wrong, like we've talked about several times before, <laughs> let's have a conversation. What? Outside of that, it's game on. Here's yep. the really weird and yet incredibly awesome thing about America is we can be completely opposite and still be unified in the fact that we live in a land where we can be completely opposite. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, like we can be unified in the fact that we believe in a country that allows us to totally disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm unified. You have your rights to do what you want to do, and I have my rights to do what I want to do. And we're unified in the sense that we believe that's important. We're blessed to be able to live in a country where we can disagree with the leadership. Yeah. Most oh, countries, that, that, yeah. you're, there's none of that. Hey, just, You're dead. Yeah. Prime True. example, we were just watching Mulan yesterday and yeah. uh you talking about like if you if you do certain things you get beheaded you know what i mean like there's no ands if buts or about it if you're and simple stuff just, just like a woman going stuff. into the military you're you executed you could get executed yeah. uh you know just there's a lot of different things that we take for granted because we're not exposed to it just like whenever i reshared the post it's like dude you, you sleep at night right now with not having to worry about a bomb or a missile or or a stray bullet coming into your home killing you or your family like you could sleep peacefully at night in most some places. areas. In some <laughs> areas, <laughs> some areas. Sometimes yeah, the mean, police kick in your doors and kill you in, in your living room. Right. Yeah, or, but uh, again, those people need to be held accountable. Typically, Correct. they get called Especially for if reasons. It's, but yeah. Well, sometimes they go in the wrong place and kill the wrong people. Though, yes, too. that's oh, true. People, people do make mistakes, and and I love Chris Rock made a comment. But did you see his statement? Mm-mm. He said, "There's certain." There's certain professions oh, yeah. that we have yeah. that you can't really have bad apples. That, you know, right, it's like, exactly. It's like, it's like an airline. Police is definitely one of them. It's like an airline <laughs> pilot. Like 95% of our airline pilots like to land planes. The other five don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, can't, you can't have that. So right. to your point, those individuals should be vetted out early on sure. or they should be held fully accountable. With, sure. with much power comes much responsibility. Absolutely. Well, we yes. talked about that before. Like right. You don't fix problems by taking money away. No. Like, no. In, in, in the yard looks like shit you don't take money out of it you put more money into it make your yard look my yard looks like shit i'm gonna hire a cheap cheaper mower (laughs) yeah that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go buy a cheaper mower that's what i'm gonna do start cutting with scissors yeah yeah Yeah. you're either gonna pay in time or money you know what i'm saying but but your yard will look better that's exactly right that's a good point but but that's yeah but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about so i pulled up just a just a random uh fact you know i was looking the last time we were attacked on our soil an actual attack uh, warlike would have Pearl been Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Yep. So Pearl Harbor, 2,403 people died in uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, it's 2,403 U.S. personnel. It says that that, that includes 68 civilians. Um, and then, of course, September 11 was 2,977 people. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Just to give you guys some scale as to uh, and, kind of and, what happened. And, and uh, what probably 99% of those were civilians. Yeah. yeah I'd oh, say. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. Big, big. Yeah. Yep. So in wrapping up, unless you guys have some other stuff you want to add, um, I I would like for the takeaway of this to be like, let's not wait for the next once in a lifetime, once in a generation catastrophe to happen before we get unified. Right. As a country, we have to figure out how to be mature enough to unify without being attacked. Now, we will. If we get attacked again, we'll unify. I have no mm-hmm. doubt that like the American spirit oh, yeah. will come through. I have no doubt. That's one reason I love this freaking country. 
is we will freaking stand up and say, fuck you, get off my land. It's yeah, like man. two. We it's will. Like, it's like get two, off my lawn. Yeah. Get off my lawn, bro. <laughs> it's like two brothers that sit there and fight and fight and fight until somebody messes with that brother. And then it's like, hold up, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. We'll put our beefs <laughs> yeah. aside for a second yeah. Yeah. and right. we'll whip your ass and then we'll go back to fight. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It is a true. But the problem is if we keep beating up each other so much, we're going to be too weak to handle some of those attacks in the future. That's that's my concern. Right. Yeah. Um. So let's be mature enough to raise our kids in a manner to where we can be unified, even if we don't agree. And that's some, some of y'all, you got to think about that statement for a minute. You can be unified and not agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a united front and not agree on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can love each other and not like each other at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, me and Wilson. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly like you and Wilson. It's a love-hate relationship. That's a, that's Mostly a, hate. That's a, great <laughs> that's a great example. Hey, I'm all but about But if someone love. fucks with Wilson, oh, first it's it's exactly right. Yeah. Like, likewise. He's like, only I can chew yeah. his yeah. ass out. <laughs> <laughs> only I can yeah, chew hold his up, ass up. out. Hold hey, up. That's I've, true. I've got some step-nephews, <laughs> that are, and they, they listen. They're, they're uh, Zach and Tanner. Zach's the older one. Tanner's the younger one. He's twice as big. Um, and they, they are totally different personalities. They're totally, Everything about them is different. Uh, I mean, everything, with the exception of a few things. But they go at it, dude. Like, they get hot. But I, I, I'm telling you, if one somebody messed with the other one, they will mm. kill your ass. Yep. Like, if I had a younger brother that was bigger than me, I'd be kicking his ass every day just because he's bigger than me. Yeah, that's not going to happen in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Zach. I love you, but you know it's true. You <laughs> better be coming with a weapon. This is a happening. principal thing. <laughs> I'd be thumping your seeds yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, so let's uh, let's look at the ways that we can continue to grow ourselves, grow maturity, and, and be unified. And, and I will tell you, as as far as the shepherds, and I'll speak for all four of us, as far as shepherds are concerned, um, our country is a very high priority, very high priority, because we understand that that creates that that allows us to have an environment to to grow our family, which is a high priority, and to run businesses, which is a high priority, and all those things are important. We got to have our country right. We have to. Um, and we will have our next generation right. Our expectation is for you to have your next generation right. Amen. And we also will come right alongside of you to help you get your next generation right and to get yourself right if you need to get right a little bit. And I don't care what you look like. Mm. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care if you don't go to church. I don't care what you smell like, where you live, what your last name is. I couldn't give two shits about how many degrees you have. None of that bullshit matters. All that matters is that you're a person, I'm a person. We were created equal. And we can be united if we choose to be. Mm. We love you guys. We truly, truly do. We hope that you've gotten value from this. I believe that you have. Be sure to follow us. Uh, as we continue to grow, our message continues to get stronger uh, and more pointed and, I believe, more helpful. Uh, you can hit us up on all the social media platforms at shepherdsof.men. Uh, obviously, there is. A, we talked about some books earlier, some things we would recommend, uh, especially to the men out there, to start getting your head kind of pointing in the right direction. Uh, there's also some incredibly cool Shepherds of Men gear that's on the website, shepherdsof.men, that if you believe like we believe, I think it'd be a good idea to represent and help unify around that uh, that brand and that movement. And if you don't believe like we believe, man, let's sit down and talk. Let's do it sometime. Uh, yeah. Hit me up. I'll give mm. you my cell number. Okay? Let's do it. You've been a part of the movement. <laughs> <laughs>